So we were actually staying at the Stone City Treehouse with Heather. Yeah. No way. It's, there's not reception out there. So. Yeah. So, but, and so Heather, we do house trades with her. Oh, cool. So she'll come stay at the A-frame. We'll stay there. We love staying there. And also we get to hang out with her. So yeah. we'll do like, we did like gin and tonic tastings yeah. at our house. <laughs> um, so we were at her place. We walked from the tree house to her house and turned our phones on for getting service. And our phones just like blew up. We're like, what is going on? Like everyone's messaging us and oh, because everyone saw it. Yeah. And we had no, we had no idea. idea. Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Sponstaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at Sponstaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Before we dive in, just want to give a quick, quick thank you and shout out to our friends over at TouchStay. TouchStay enables hosts to build beautiful digital guidebooks in a matter of minutes. They help you enhance the entire guest experience by packaging your recommendations for coffee, wine bars, artisan bakeries, and Michelin star restaurants in a single online location. Guests can access everything through a simple link. And yes, it works without a Wi-Fi connection, which is super key, especially if you're in a more remote location. TouchStay allows you to customize your guidebook to match your brand. You can pick the colors, fonts, and images that best align with your short-term rental. Learn more about a plethora of other features they have and start your free trial at touchstay.com forward slash BTS. That's BTS as in behind the stays. Thank you, TouchStay, for making this conversation possible. In just a moment, you'll meet Alexis and Skeeter, the creators of the Kingdom A-Frame, a quintessential New England escape in Burke, Vermont. Alexis and Skeeter love mountain biking, and they've traveled to northeastern Vermont to traverse the Kingdom Trails for years. The Kingdom Trails are known as the crown jewel of East Coast mountain biking. Alexis and Skeeter have three dogs, and they've always struggled to find an Airbnb that both allows dogs and also offers an inspirational aesthetic. After doing some back-of-the-napkin math, the couple realized that given the frequency of their travels to Burke, they might actually be better off buying a place than continuing to book stays on Airbnb. Tune in to hear the fun story of how Alexis and Skeeter found and refurbished the Kingdom A-Frame, how an Instagram post landed their A-Frame in vogue, and how they've balanced increasing their nightly rate, as their Instagram fame has grown, with their original mission, which was to create a beautiful, accessible, and unique escape for all. All right, without further ado, get ready to meet Alexis and Skeeter. All right, Alexis and Skeeter, how are you guys doing today? Great, thanks. thanks how are you? Having us. I am doing well. I am excited to be chatting with you. I, I do have to ask, okay, Skeeter, I have never met somebody named Skeeter. So like, what's what's the story there? Like, is that is that your like real name? Is that a nickname that you've just gone with for forever? Or I mean, I wish I could take credit for it, but I can't. Um, it was like an evolution of a nickname when I was very, very young okay. and stuck. And no one actually knows my real name, which is hilarious. Really? So I used to have to sign my IDs with Skeeter because people would write checks to me and I would have to prove that it was me. Wow. And I thought that I would just legally change it, but everyone knows how painful of a process that is. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. So Skeeter it is. Skeeter it is. I love it. <laughs> Alexis, you have a cool name too, but you know, I, I do know other Alexises. So yeah, there's one or two, I think, <laughs> in the world. <laughs> uh, well, I am super excited for for this chat. Um, after we connected on Instagram. Uh, a few weeks ago. And, and one of my favorite things to do when I kick off the show is to really in, in an effort to help the audience get to know a little bit about who you who you both are is to kind of propose this question, which is, if I were to meet you both at a at a cocktail party, um, what what would you probably be drinking? And like, where would you be in the crowd? Right? Like, would you be up front making a ruckus surrounded by 20 people? Would you be like, awkwardly, you know, sipping a gin and tonic in like a dark corner like where 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 might i find you at said cocktail party well last night <laughs> i think it was tequila shots now um, <laughs> so i think our drink of choice is uh the wrong vermont cocktail the vermont cocktail yeah so on our um our document that we send everyone before they come and stay at the a-frame we have our signature cocktail on it. Okay. So the Vermont cocktail is an actual thing. Um, and it's gin. We do gin. Um, our favorite is probably like the local Bar Hill gin. And it's maple syrup. Okay. Vermont, uh, lemon and bitters. And it's delicious. That's so it. it's highly so recommend. Okay. I, I will have to get myself one of those. Lex is the queen of making cocktails, so I felt very lucky over the last seven years to just imbibe whatever she's making. We do like making cocktails for sure. Um, where would we be in a cocktail? I know party? exactly where I'd be because I pull the same move every time. I find a chair. I'm like <laughs> definitely the chair person. I'm in the chair. I'm watching everyone. I'm still in it. I'm definitely not in a dark corner. <laughs> but I'm such a chair. I'm like, I need the seat. I got to sit down, but then, and I find a high one so that I'm, I'm five, two. Okay. So. <laughs> Actually, sometimes I'm taller in my high chair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Alexis? I feel like you're always like at the center of everything because she's making the drinks and, or like the periphery making the drinks. Mm. Yeah. So I'd say if people are dancing, I'm still making drinks. Okay. Yeah. She's in a chair, <laughs> but we love, we love hosting. We love doing stuff like that. So. Well, good. I'm you glad I. It's a cocktail party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. If you asked the appropriate question, we would be there. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. And actually, um, uh, this this just makes this, this brings so much more credibility to the fact that you have like I think you have like a New York Times like cocktail like book or something featured on your Instagram maybe. I don't know if I'm making that up, but anyways, it, there's like a nice photo of it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, and um, I and I was like, oh, is this just like a stage thing? Because you know, some, people just throw all sorts of stuff into Airbnbs and whatnot. But this this makes it so much more real because fixing cocktails is part of what you do. Every single book in our Airbnb is something highly intentional. Yeah, but I mean, also but, like, just natural. Like we didn't yeah. think too much about it. It's just yeah. like what. I'd say everything in it, period. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely for it was definitely for us. <laughs> so Alexis, when are you the kind of person like will you go to a bar and like if it's like a, a cool, like nicer bar, and will you just be like, All right, bartender, I'm feeling like this, kind of this, but I want a little hint of citrus, you know, not too sweet, but like, you know, I, I wanna I want the sweetness to come through. Like like are you kind of yeah. that and then you're just like bake me whatever, or are you like, No, this is what I get every time I go to a, a, a cocktail bar? 
Um, that's a good question. So I, if it's a nice place, I'll be like, Hey, I want mezcal. Okay. Like make me something with mezcal when I trust the person. Okay. Um, otherwise I'd probably order off the menu and I'm going to answer for Skeeter. <laughs> she'll be like, Oh, this is on the menu, but can you substitute, um, <laughs> instead of the maraschino cherry, can you put in a little dram of this and she'll change the whole drink, but like order off the menu. Okay. I- Food too. Everyone it's, hates me. <laughs> no, I, I like it. I like it. Make it your own. Make it your own. Hey, you know, you, you only live once, man. And if you're going to go out to a nice place, like they should be willing to to customize uh, as appropriate. Um, I like that. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> That's good. Uh, well, I want to hear the story behind your all's very first stay in an Airbnb. Um, I don't know if, if it was together or if it was separate, but like, you know, you could you could pick the one that you both stayed in for the first time together or you could pick, you know, the most memorable one you had um, separately. But what what where'd you go? What was the experience like um, and anything anything particularly memorable about the stay? Um, so Skeeter has a much longer history with Airbnb. When we got together, <laughs> I think that was like part of the package where Skeeter's like, well, you know, I'm staying in Airbnbs. I'm not going to hotels. I was like, I'm not a hotel person. But <laughs> <laughs> so we can talk about your first day if you want. It was definitely before pre-us. Um, I, I'm not exactly sure how I found the platform, um, but it's been a long time. I think it was like 2011 was my first day and it was in a treehouse. Okay. And I was like, this is so cool. I do not want to stay in a hotel room. I think at the time I couldn't afford hotel rooms either. So that would play definitely part of it. Um, but when we met, we decided to take, well, I don't, I don't know if we decided, we, we randomly decided to leave and take a trip to Brazil. Oh, wow. And we had this like pizza box and we like oh, outlined how and where we were going and then we realized like it was interesting because we realized a lot about each other in the trip planning like we definitely have different strengths and so (laughs) they complement each other other. they're like they work together great but we like had this like outline of the pizza box and then we were both like had our computers open we're figuring out where we're going to stay and we ended up staying in a couple airbnbs on that trip um and it was interesting because it was on a, a tiny little island. Okay. It like off the coast of like Rio and they were they were all both very unique experience. Like one was on the beach and we were staying it was just a room in a house. Okay. This were they what kind of I don't know. They were a European family. And it was so cool because they took over the picnic table outside and started making their own pasta. Wow. Wow. And it was just like wine and everybody was around this table and we had, we definitely didn't belong, but we were there. And I was like, I love, I love this. And then the next place we stayed was where you walked up into the the jungle and it was a treehouse situation. And there we met people that we like traveled with after. (laughs) And, you know, I think you don't, you, it's so much more intimate. Yeah. And unique. And sometimes we'll plan our trip around a cool Airbnb. Mm. So we'll literally go on. I'll be like, this looks, this place looks amazing. All right. Well, let's go here just because of the Airbnb. Yeah. We've entire trips because of a place that we've found. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 so funny. I, I feel like this is like a new phenomenon actually that's happening right now, like in in like the industry where as people have 
as a lot of people anyways, have more flexibility to and like, you know, when they travel and how long they stay and people, a lot of people can work remotely from locations so they're staying longer. I do feel like there's this um, notion of, oh my gosh, I want to go stay at this really cool Airbnb I found on Instagram and then I'll figure out like, I don't even know really where it is, like where's Burke, Vermont or whatever, you know, like I don't know anything about this place, but it, this looks really cool and I, I want to go here and then we'll figure out what to do, which is so interesting because like I, I do think that that's a relatively like new travel trend um, that probably existed before COVID, but I feel like especially over the last couple of years, it's, it's become much more of a thing. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, I think the A-frame is actually represents that because yeah. people aren't trying to go necessarily to Burke. Yeah. Like, all right, well, we, we found this place. Like, let's go to this random town that we, they'd never heard of. We definitely thought we were going to get the biking community. Like, yeah. at the beginning, we were definitely, I was, like, looking at, like, bike art and, you know, because we, we both bike. But we ended up, we've gotten so many people who show up and stay and don't leave the house <laughs> don't, we're like who are you what are you doing and you know i think that's so interesting because we really have tapped into a wide variety of people um i actually call them lex's pen some of them her pen pals <laughs> he communicates with everyone very intentionally and very um Every single person gets like a, a fully um, tailored email to them about their stay and what they want to do. So we've we've gotten a really interesting perspective on who's staying at the house too. Yeah, Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Hey guys, so I have to tell you this really quick story about my experience with short-term rental host guidebooks. So two years ago, my wife Gabby and I were on a podcast roadshow. We were actually collecting stories for this podcast, Behind the Stays, in the greater Asheville area. So we arrived in Asheville a couple of hours before our check-in, and we asked our host if there were any good recommendations for a lunch spot. He responded saying that he had a plethora of recommendations in his guidebook, but that we should certainly check out Wicked Weed Brewing Pub. So we went to the pub and our burgers were absolutely delicious. So we couldn't wait to uncover what other recommendations he had in his guidebook. But upon arrival, there was no guidebook to be found. We looked on the kitchen counter, the dining room table, even the closet of the guest bedroom, but nope, no guidebook. Now we're not that extra, but we were pretty high up in the mountains and the internet service was spotty at best. So it made it really difficult to kind of figure out where we should go to dinner. So after 30 minutes of searching, we sat down on the couch and my wife said, why aren't there digital guidebooks for guests? Well, as it turns out, there are. And our new friends at Touchstay are the industry leaders. Touchstay enables hosts to build beautiful digital guidebooks in a matter of minutes and enhance the guest experience by packaging your recommendations for coffee, wine bars, artisan bakeries, and Michelin star restaurants in a single online location. Guests can access everything through a really simple link. And yes, it works without a Wi-Fi connection. Touchday allows you to customize your guidebooks to match your brand. You can pick the colors, fonts, and images that best align with your STR, and it only costs $99 a year. Learn more about a plethora of other features they have and start your free trial at touchday.com forward slash BTS, as in behind the stays. Oh, and while we didn't ever find our Asheville host guidebook, the cleaners did. It was in the trash. Apparently, the guest before had spilled a whole pot of coffee on it, and they were so embarrassed that they threw the whole guidebook away. 
I guess it was a blessing in disguise though, because we told our host about Touchday, and a year later, when we went back to his cabin, Touchday was there, and it was absolutely perfect. So start your free trial of Touchday at touchday.com forward slash BTS. Again, that's BTS as in behind the stays. All right, guys, back to the show. You know, I, I think that this is that we're, since we're already kind of like dancing around um, uh, the really cool experience that you guys have have cultivated with with your A-frame, I, I want to hear a little bit more about like the actual story behind it. Like where where in, in your all's mind does the story for the kingdom a-frame really begin um gosh i we didn't mean to create the kingdom a-frame okay um so we um we're looking for we always go to burke um it's a huge it's some of the best mountain biking in new england um and there's a trail network called the kingdom trails which is hundreds of miles of single track okay so you know, it's kind of an anomaly of a place in Vermont because the tourism was mostly in the summer versus the other areas, which it's a winter destination. Um, so we always went, I've been going there for probably 20 years. And then um, we started renting there um, every year and spending a ton of money on like a super, am I allowed to say shitty? Yeah, of course. <laughs> this is like Netflix. Um, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, super shitty places because we have three dogs. Okay. And, and so we're like travel with that. Yeah. yeah. And so we're like, all right, well, this place allows dogs. It's, you know, you want to shower after you leave this place. Cause you're like, you know, the couches are questionable. <laughs> um, and so we're kind of like, you know, sick of like paying all this money for not the greatest experience. So, um, one day I just asked, like we talked about it and I asked my friend, Kevin, um, who, uh, if you wanted to buy a place in Vermont, and he used to come up with us. He's from France originally. Okay. And um, we would bring him up to Vermont with us. He started mountain biking and he's like, sure. <laughs> so we found a place. We weren't looking for an A-frame. Okay. Uh, we found a place. We put an offer in. There were three other offers. We didn't get it. And we were super bummed. Mm. Yeah. In retrospect, I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best thing that could have possibly happened, not getting that place. Um, and then Skeeter found this listing because, you know, we look at listings like online all the time. We call it like our porn. <laughs> <laughs> Go through. It's Facebook Marketplace and Zillow, you know? I'm, I'm it just <laughs> really turns you on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Skeeter found the house. We sent it to our realtor. Um, we bought it without seeing it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So we just knew, I mean, it was yeah. like just perfect and amazing. And they, um, accepted our offer. Um, and so that's like the story of how we actually bought, you know, the physical property. Um, and then creating the kingdom a frame, we honestly were like, let's hope we can rent this enough to make mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's just cover our expenses. You know, we're going to come up all the time. Let's, um, and we never knew what it would actually become. Hmm. Never. It's um, definitely snowballed. Like it, one thing led to the next, led to the next, and it just kept growing. And Lex did this amazing job with it where I think she tapped in to the community, especially through Instagram at the right time. Like we didn't know any of these things. Huh. We, I mean, we knew how Airbnb worked. Obviously, we've used it and we've been on the, we've, because we've been on the user side of it for so long, we knew kind of what we wanted and what we needed. 
Um, but we made the house for ourselves. Yeah. And there have been, I think, zero decisions about, except for one, the railing, <laughs> putting in our railing, zero decisions about renters because yeah. it was, we have three dogs. We knew, you know, what we wanted in a stay. We knew what made us like comfortable and happy and inspired. And we fortunately, I think we only rented one time before COVID happened Two. Yes, like that. I think we had two renters. Um, there was actually someone staying for three weeks as COVID hit. Oh wow! And she was like, "Hey, can I stay?" <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we so we had this like extra four months to really live in the place, enjoy it. There was no renting; no one was allowed to be up there. And so I think it gave us this time to like settle into this house and really understand it Hmm. because A-frames are so unique and ours is funny. We call it a, we call it a mullet A-frame. A mullet (laughs) A-frame? Why? (laughs) Because it has the traditional A in the front, but the back is bumped out on the side. (laughs) The living room is like a traditional room. So we say it's like, you know, A in the front, party in the back. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Non-traditional in the back, you know? Um, and I think, I mean, I feel like we were, we got so lucky. Yeah. And just, you know, Instagram, again, has been like a huge um, source of building the community Yeah, around Kingdom A-Frame. And um, it was, I mean, I think our first post, we got like 300 likes because somebody shared it and we were like, like yeah. what yeah <laughs> what happened because like our on my personal page i'm like you know you know more of a like a voyeur instagram um person but um just to get like that people were that interested in it and we're like wow this is amazing um and then it kind of just it grew from there but instagram has been a huge um part of of that yeah yeah it's just yeah so we built the kingdom a-frame like not with the intention of like everyone else necessarily but what i think is nice about it is that everyone comes and feels that and feels like it is like their home mm-hmm. <laughs> um which we've we love. had some amazing renters too because of it like we i feel like i want to say that we've gotten so lucky um but the community and the way that it draws in people um when you have these more unique stays is that like they they definitely feel it and they treat it like home too. Mm. We've had very little and you know we're like things break. Absolutely. We put we put fancy antique glassware in our Airbnb and we're like we know it's <laughs> going to break. So they just tell us when it happens. Because we want We're usually the ones that break it anyway. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we want you to drink your cocktail and something like a cool glass. I don't want you to be drinking your like coffee and your, your cocktails yeah. and something that doesn't feel like, you know, that something you would have had at home. Yeah. That was special. Yeah. That's there's a, there's a, I have a quick funny story here. So I was, um, when I think I was mentioning this to you guys when we quickly chatted uh, last week, but my wife and I lived full time on Airbnb for 15 months and we were in Santa Fe and it was like the dead of winter and yeah, it must've been, it was like late January or early February. And the, we were staying at this really cool, like little like casita home. And um, we, there was this like glass cabinet full of like antique um, <laughs> uh, cocktail glasses. 
and it was very very delicate so i like i was like always so careful opening it up taking you know glass out you know pouring myself something whatever and i would like hand wash everything put it back really neatly and carefully well one day we're sitting in the other room where like the tv was and at like all of a sudden like the entire like the entire like the dresser it was like it was literally like a refurbished dresser that had all these cocktail glasses in it collapse and everything oh like literally God. literally like the shelf just inside just like fell i have no i don't know what happened and the i'm like the yeah the ghost of the Why casino am i here at this moment and i i was like more like just like mortified and so of course like i'm you know dming the, or talking to the guests or the host on airbnb and like apologizing profusely saying like any can i go like to an antique shop like what did you know where you bought these i'll go buy them all again and it was like this whole thing but um anyways there's nothing worse understanding. they were incredibly understanding and it, like they, they would accept nothing and you know i ended up leaving them you know some money that i thought m might you know cover a little bit of it but like it was just it's one of those moments where like when you are my point of bringing this up is like as a guest when you walk into a space that you know has been like well thought out it, it's taken care of the the people behind the place like really want you to have a great experience it just it really does make you want to be especially careful and treat that highball glass like it's your own right um and you know and then sometimes you break the whole thing and it sucks but you know. <laughs> um anyways that's the part of hosting is right? like is like making the space where you're like it's okay yeah yeah to tell people it's it's all right you know like things have like the space is being lived in and that was like the intention so it's okay when the whole cabinet comes yeah it's not your fault <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. you guys might you guys might be like ah uh, yeah maybe uh, maybe maybe we'll uh you know just leave some solo okay. cups around <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh yeah no uh yeah on that note too i think actually that's one of the big differences i've noticed from when you're when you are staying in a home that's like managed by like a uh an operator or some sort of like property management group they tend to be a little bit more uh of a stickler for those sorts of things um and it's it's like i've had like the, I've, I've had incredible experiences with airbnb it's really been like one or two like really bad experiences where uh and both of those happen to have been from like a major recognizable property management group and um and and they like when, when stuff happens are just not nearly as accommodating as as a host which which is funny because you think it would be the opposite you think it'd be like oh this is just you know one of the ten thousand homes that they manage in this particular area um who cares if i broke a, a you know a wine glass and then they'll like you know request money from me or whatever. Whereas you you meet the the host that this is like their, their this is their baby right like they, they poured their heart and soul into this beautiful like French coastal cottage and you break a glass and like you know th they don't even think twice about it right they, they still deliver you bagels the next morning so it's just this like weird this weird thing um, which again is is one of the reasons I love really booking with with hosts as opposed to to property management groups as much yeah, as possible. I I can't imagine relinquishing like the control in doing a property management kind of thing because ours is it's so personalized mm. as we want to. Yeah. So I can imagine like having somebody um just kind of run our our Airbnb. Yeah. But on the bottom of our like checkout thing, it's like we understand shit happens. Just tell us if something breaks so we can replace it. Yeah. 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 And that's really uh, important. Normally no one tells us. Yeah. No, yeah. Still no one tells us. And we're like, we really don't care. Yeah. Like but it's totally fine. Just so we can bring up like more wine glasses. We we stay, we're like, we stay there 
almost 50%. I mean, like, oh, we're there every other weekend. We're there every other weekend. And so it's funny how many times we arrive and we're like, nah, we would have brought something with us. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's annoying. That's frustrating. Um, so I, I know that you guys both sort of said you posted this, you, know, you took a photo, you posted it on Instagram, somebody shared it, and then like it got like 300 likes, right? And it, it seems like you sort of like stumbled into uh, the world of, of Instagram and the world of um, people's affinity for cabins and A-frames on Instagram. Um, but but I do like want to ask, since then, how how have you thought about the marketing and, and media strategy? I noticed I was on your link tree. I noticed like you guys were featured in a Vogue article and you've been featured in a, a couple of other like reputable um, publications. And so like, wh- like, where did that come from? Was that just a big surprise to you? Was there any intentionality behind that? Like, how have you, even if you've, stumbled upon you know the world of instagram sort of like nonchalantly how how since that moment have you thought about the the community and and the marketing and the media strategy for the kingdom a-frame so there's never been an official formal strategy um i think if that would become too much of a job feeling for me um so everything i hate this word because it's used all the time but it was very organic. <laughs> um, uh, it, it like the process was very organic. I I, had, I learned a ton um, about how everything works on Instagram, and you know, obsessed over it in in its work. But it's also you know, I enjoy doing it. Um, the Vogue article was a complete surprise. So we were actually staying at the Stone City Treehouse with Heather. Yeah. No way. It's, there's not reception out there. So, yeah. So, but, and so Heather, we do house trades with her. Oh, cool. So she'll come stay at the A-frame. We'll stay there. We love staying there. And also we get to hang out with her. So yeah. we'll do like, we did like gin and tonic tastings yeah. at her house. <laughs> um, so we were at her place. We walked from the tree house to her house and turned our phones on for getting service. And our phones just like blew oh, up. Yeah. We're like, what is going on? Like everyone's messaging us because everyone saw it. Yeah. And we had no, we had no idea. idea. <laughs> um, so that was such a cool thing yeah. to happen. Um, and the funny thing is, what's that girl that Sarah Shahi, I think, the, from, from the, the L word, like from the L word, she reposted it. No way. All of our friends were like, oh my God. <laughs> and I literally was just like blowing on my phone. And I was like, we were trying to figure out what was happening. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know. So that was, so Airbnb uh, reposted a picture that Chris Funk took um, of the A-frame. And on Airbnb, uh, on their Instagram, which is, I don't know, what is it, a million followers? I'm not. Huge. Yes. um, We were the fourth most liked photo. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that was, and so then like, you know, Vogue picked it up and I think Boston.com picked it up. And um, so that was, you know complete surprise, not on purpose. So we haven't done a formal marketing kind of strategy or... I just would say that you, this was like a a passion love project and Lex took it on. And um, I think it just, it, it, the more you found out, the more you're interested. And then we would meet a photographer and then that would kind of connect us to the next photographer. And Lex has always done a really amazing job of like, like I said, we do the house trades with Heather of like this, like, come stay, like, let's figure it out, get in there. And like, you know, like you, even with like the last, like the last photographers that stayed, 
every all of a sudden everyone's like, where'd you find these people? Who are they? (laughs) We did it. It was just like, so like, I, they were so it's every credit is selects actually. She won't tell, you won't say it out loud. It is a lot of work. Yeah. But she loves it. Yeah. And it's interesting. And, um, you know, when we, when we create our second, our second house, we're building one right now. I'm always like, don't, don't go down a rabbit. Like, will I see you? Cause she's like, you know, she's always, I think you're always just figuring it out. And, um, it's amazing to watch that. Yeah. There's an awesome community, um, on Instagram of like short-term rental people of cabin people. Um, and it's like this little microcosm community with it's, it's great. And so we always learn a lot, like I'll bounce ideas, um, off them and we'll reach out about questions, whether it's a question about a guest, yeah. how, do, how do I deal with this? Or, you know, what do you think of this photographer? What do, you know, so it's, everyone's been so helpful. Um, and Skeeter calls them my pen pals. <laughs> <laughs> like their friend, she's like, they're your pen pals. You have not met them. <laughs> <laughs> but you talk to them often. I'm like, it's, it's so funny. Um, but this last, so we had some drone, um, pilots come and stay. And so they reached out and they're like, Hey, you know, do, can we trade a free stay for footage? And their stuff was incredible, but we get, we get asked often. Yeah. So you kind of have to figure out what, you know, what it, what works well with like, you know, who we are and in their audience and what makes sense. And so I kind of was like, Oh, fine. We'll give you like a Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, we, we gave them a couple nights. Uh, they asked us way ahead of time and we, we book our, we only open our calendar like three months ahead of time. So right now we're open through February. Yeah. Um, so they asked, you know, maybe a year ahead of time. I'm like, I don't know what's going to be going on in a year. So yeah. they kept asking. So they were incredible. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so invaluable. I just love their footage is stunning. Um, and they worked hard. So yeah. that's the thing is like when photographers come to the house, I want them to enjoy it. Yeah. I want them to just sit and work. I want you to like, experience it and have fun and then also like take some photos on the side (laughs) yeah yeah Um, and these guys worked really hard like i'm sure they enjoyed it um but their um their footage is absolutely incredible the guy's name is danny mcgee um his girlfriend is nicole mack and she's the one who reached out and then their two friends um i think carly and maybe colin uh came with them and they're also like photographers and so it was just such a great you know, it's one I definitely am so happy we said yes to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's like that, it's that Airbnb Instagram thing where it's like they, they saw what they, you know, we didn't have to market that. We didn't have to advertise that. They found us. Um, and I think that, you know, that's like your, a testament to your presence on and all the photographers before, because if we were doing this with our own photos, my God, no, we would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, we bought a drone and we have not used it really. We I mean, maybe like we still are really bad at flying. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> I tried to fly one too uh, with my one of my photographer buddies, and it just I was like, "Wow, you make it look so." They make it look so easy in the movies, oh. right? And it's like, no, this is like, you know, this is a skill set in and of itself. Um, it's just flying the damn thing, let alone like making sure it's capturing cool footage. <laughs> they were like through the windows of the house, like wow. 
Yeah, it's incredible. Hey guys, it's Zach. If you're enjoying this episode, could you do me two very quick favors? First, this show is possible thanks to a handful of incredible organizations who've signed on to be advertising partners of Behind the Stays. It would mean the world to me if you'd take just a second to scroll down to the show notes and go learn more about this episode's sponsor. Even if you aren't in the market for agency support or a new PMS at the moment, it never hurts to be aware of who else is out there. And second, if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, could you be so kind as to give Behind the Stays a five-star rating? And if you're on Apple Podcasts, could you submit a quick review and let me know what you love most about the show? I know it seems trivial, but these things really, really do help us grow the show. And just a reminder that if you've ever got feedback from me on how to make the show better, shoot me an email directly at Zach, that's Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com. You all really are the best. I love receiving your emails and DMs. All right, so check out the sponsor and leave us a rating and a review, please. All right, guys, back to the show. Like, who are the photographers that we do want to partner with? Like, who are the influencers that best align with, like, our mission and vision for the place? And it's, like, I would imagine it's just a, a very cool spot to be in. Um, and, you know, you guys just clearly seem like very generous people and very hospitable folks. Um, but beyond that, right, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but beyond that, too, like, it's, it's, it's well, like, you guys have created something of high value. And I think that that's what's being celebrated and that's what's being appreciated by you know the instagram community and and then some thank you yeah it's i mean it was and it's very natural like you can't people think they can just buy a house and they're like oh and then i'm gonna put it on instagram and then it's gonna like blow up and it's like it's it was very natural for us because we want to do it yeah and yes it's work but it's fun um so I feel like you have to want to do stuff like yeah, that. You, you can't just, yeah. you know, try to like, oh, I want to buy a house and make and have it be Insta famous. I yeah. wish that we had like some idea of the amount of hours to share with people uh, like no, that because, no. because, but that's what's behind it. It's like, it's not a marketing strategy. It's not a thing. It's, it is 100% organic, but it is so much work. Yeah. So much we time. Love it. It's so much time. Yeah. yeah I think it's a better thing because we don't really consider it to be that like, you know, work, work has such negative connotation to it. It, you can't go into this thinking that it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not passive. Yeah. What, what, what I also like about what you guys have done though, too, that I think is worth calling out is like, and you know, this, this, it seems like this just kind of happened because it aligned with your interest in, um, in, in, in biking and whatnot. But like, you you specific you started off by saying like you know Burke Vermont is more of a summer destination than it is a winter destination right and so that in and of itself makes it kind of like a, a unique part right uh, of of the state and then two like this idea of you know uh, an A frame right people A frames are very insta worthy people like A frames I know when we talked last time Skeeter you were like I just I really need an A frame like I need an A frame right so you know you did those two things and while you were thinking it would appeal to uh, one particular customer segment, like the biking community, it, it didn't as much or, or, or you know, that wasn't uh, the, the large majority of folks who ended up coming and staying in your place. But like you did sort of think from the offset, whether it was super intentional or not, you were working towards something that had uniqueness written all over it, a unique place to come in Vermont at a unique time of year that's different from where other people come for like a, a niche community. And I do think like, that's one of the things that sometimes gets lost with people that want to get into, you know, the the quote unquote game is like, 
they think first and foremost about like, okay, what's, how am I going to, you know, have the uh, the most profitable stay? Like, what does it look like to be able to like get in, in a market that's hot and how do I do it? How do I kind of almost like hack my way into it? And I think like that's, that's one approach. Um, and some people can do well there. I think more people could do a lot better if they essentially follow what you all did, which is Find something that you really, really, really love, that you are really, really, really excited about. Make sure that there's a couple of unique components to it, um, and then just go all in on it. Like, and and you're, you'll have fun along the way. And the odds are that people are really, really going to love and and enjoy it. Well, at the end of the day, it's like it's ours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally ours. Like we we determine how often we get to stay and. We like Lex said, the calendar is like only open a couple months in advance, and that's because of us. Yeah, because we're like, well, what do we want to do? And I, you know, I'm on a nursing schedule, so like I don't know my my time frame. And then Lex is an independent rep, and so you know, trade. So it's about us. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, we're sorry, we're we're there. <laughs> yeah, which is actually like, the New Year's. No, sorry, we're gonna be up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is actually great because I, I also feel like a lot of folks, they don't want you, you know, you've amassed some amount of following and you you could just have every single night booked, right? Um, and some and some folks decide, oh, you know, whatever, this is now a business, it's no longer for me and they move on to the next thing and whatnot. But it's really cool that you guys are still carving that time out because I would argue it probably makes the experience, continues to like make the experience better for other people because as you said, when you go up there, you realize, oh, wow, no one told me they broke a wine glass. You can bring another wine glass or like, oh, wow, like this thing probably needs some extra tending to, right? And you guys can make the time to do that. And that's something that I think is lost on a lot of folks when when they don't even stay in the places that they created often. Yeah, there's a list every time. Right? Yeah, I wish I could take it and relaxed every time. Yeah. But there's always a list. There's always a list. But you know, that's why, and I mean, a house, especially a house in the woods, a house, it's maintenance. Yeah. Like it, Vermont, you know, it's getting less extreme, but has extreme weather patterns. And like it's a home, you got to keep up with it. And, you know, we, we want people to, you know, not find cobwebs place, you know, yeah. but you're like, we're in Vermont. That's yeah. so hard to do. Like, <laughs> you know, like you're fighting off nature, like left and right. Like, <laughs> yeah, we had, there was like a hornet's nest underneath yeah. the deck, which we obviously didn't know we yeah. would have taken it down. And so I guess, you know, after they stayed they're like, and here's a picture of a big hornet's nest. And we're like, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know it was there. Uh, you know, I we would have taken care of it. And I think we got docked like a star. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's we're the worst. Not. I mean, I'm like, but it's we're in nature. But I can't imagine if we didn't say that, you know, like if we weren't on top of it in that way, because nature takes over there, that's for sure. Yeah. And a huge shout out to the our co-owner, Kevin. He like let us run with this house. And he was like, he literally was like passive in like the best possible way. <laughs> we have this idea. We want to do this. And, we, and he was just always like, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I want to ask a, a couple questions just about um, the experience you've created. So what you guys have had, you know, lots of people stay here. You guys have incredible ratings on Airbnb. You've got, you know, well over 10,000 followers on, on Instagram. So what's been some of like the most meaningful feedback that you've received from, from guests so far, or just, you know, one or two things that really stand out. Um, so guest feedback is 
I feel like that's what feeds us, mm. like it makes us happy. Like we love, we love hearing feedback. We love um, people's experience. You know, sometimes we get to see it on Instagram where they, um, you know, post stuff from their stay. But we, um, it's like that's we want people yeah. to be happy. We get really sad when people don't sign our guest book. When <laughs> 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 like, we're like going, we're like, oh man. Um, <laughs> Like we created it with um, the idea, you know, where you you walk in and you like have a sigh of relief and and all your anxiety and all your stress from life just is gone, you know. Yeah. And and so when people can feel that, um, and it's they feel like it's their home too. And we have people who have come five or six times, like repeat. Yeah. Wow. The majority right now, I'd say, are repeat guests, friends that want to rent. Yeah. Um, and then 50% new. Well, yeah. 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 Maybe even more is repeat. So, yeah. um, I mean, that right there is feedback when yeah. you want to come back. That's, that's saying something. Um, and there's, um, there's one of our friends who I met through this and in Instagram is Myrna Valerio. And she's an ultra runner, athlete, speaker, just amazing human. And so she comes and stays at the A-frame. I think it's been three times now um and um she i feel like i think i actually have her um what she wrote in the guest book which is kind of exactly what we're trying to you know create for people she wrote um every time i land in the space my blood pressure drops instantly my anxiety feeds into the background and i can breathe sleep and be again Mm. this is a special spot it is to be cherished for sure. Thank you for this. Love the Mernovator. That's uh, her handle on Instagram. Wow. Um, and that right there is like exactly what what we wanted to create. And that's what it does for us when we don't have a list. Yeah, <laughs> when you don't have a list. <laughs> oh, that's great. No, that, that's so special. Wow. It's so like, I just love that. It makes me so happy. I think too, the the most consistent thing, and again, this is to Lex, it ev- almost everyone comments on the communication with her. Mm. Because, I mean, I can't tell you how many times we've stayed in Airbnbs where you don't get anything and you kind of just show up and you're like, where's the coat? I don't, yeah. I have no idea. And I mean, every, you communicate with every single guest, like every single guest like deserves an awesome, amazing stay and they're, they're paying, it's a product, you know, you're paying for it. And we want them to feel like it's exactly what they needed or deserve. And I think a little bit of a testament to it is there's no workspace. We don't advertise it as a work remotely. I mean, as obviously people do and you can, and I mean, we have, but there is no designated workspace. I love it. it is, it's like wood stove, games, cooking, you, every single utensil you could ever imagine is in there. You can work on the dining room table. Yeah. If that's really <laughs> you know, it's there. Um, on one of your podcasts, I remember um, you were talking about how, you know, people should create like an email list and that's why you have like your data. Yeah. And we've never intentionally tried to create data. Right. But since day one, I always asked everyone through Airbnb, what's your email address? Yeah. So that I can send you your packet. And that's just how we did it. Not thinking, but now we actually have all of our guests. Um, and so 
everyone who comes, um, when they request an Airbnb, they're usually like, oh, we're coming, you know, it's my family, we're coming for my anniversary, and we're going to do hiking. So I'll take what they said, and I'll write them a detailed email personalized to them being like, oh, you're going hiking, here's our favorite hike. Here's, you know, like this, and you've got kids. So why don't you go to the, you know, the, the like animal yeah. sanctuary and this. And so everyone is detailed to them. And I do it because I want to do it. Like, I don't want to just send them a packet and be like, all right, go have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, it's also a special place. It's a small community. And like you coming out of COVID, you don't want to have like a huge impact on people and the location, but you want people to understand how amazing this area is and how beautiful it is. And so like, they definitely get like geared towards like, this is the most beautiful lake, go spend some time. And people come back and be like, Oh my God, it's the most beautiful lake. Like, um, and so like, we try to not disturb the community too, but you highlight the like beauty of it. And people are laughing like this little corner is amazing. Like no one knows where Burke is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's yeah. great. Like it's, you know, and so you can make it whatever you are when you're up, when whatever you want it to be when you're up there. And it's, it's like, it's one of the few places that has like, there's something to do always. Yeah. Which is so cool. And we are both not well, winter people. Well, not mud season, not stick season. <laughs> you do during mud season, stick it's season, it's make a fire and sit in front of the fire, <laughs> make cocktails at night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, we hate winter. We hate winter. We, we used to abhor winter. But yeah, well, I was going there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm from South Texas originally, and I have like made my way up the East Coast, and I'm like, why? I keep getting, it keeps getting colder and colder. <laughs> And then I'm like, the the house is like 40 miles from Canada or less. And I'm like, oh my God, and we're not going to survive. And our first winter there was just, we didn't rent it. It was just us. It was so much fun. Wow. I was like, oh my God, it's negative 15, but we're like out. Wow. We're doing, and we, all of a sudden we had like cross country skis and, you know, you just, you're in it and you're doing it. And, I, and we finally like appreciated winter. We love winter. There and it's now. so cool. Now we're like, oh, the wood stove. And then we're going to go like hiking and whatever. And so yeah, we survived. It's definitely the, the seasonal affective disorder is definitely decreased. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm actually originally from Hawaii. I was born and raised on Oahu. And so I'm in um, DC now and it, it like I came 10 years ago for school and and have just been here ever since. But um and it it was you know a, a rude adjustment. I I'm still I we spent a little bit of time in Vermont in the winter and I I'm like not I'm not close I'm not close to liking it yet. Like I I just when 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 I can't feel when nothing I can do seems to like you know make my toes warm. I just I just like I'm like I why am I here? Why am I here? Like why did I leave, you know, Hawaii? I think there's a meme that's like, why do I live in a place where the air hurts my face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Vermont. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, well, well you have to come up and try it. I know, I know. I'm time. like, all right, I got to give it another shot for sure, for sure. Um, it takes the right clothing. Yeah, well, that's what everyone also says. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I probably just don't have the right, uh, the right clothing. You're a kick-ass Airbnb host. 
In fact, you've done such a great job at marketing your short-term rental on Instagram that you're pretty much entirely booked for the next six to 12 months. And while it doesn't happen regularly, every so often there's a cancellation or just one random three-night window of availability in the middle of the week. Now, posting about the fact that you've had a cancellation or that you've got just three nights left in February on your Instagram story is a great start, but what if you could automatically notify interested guests the second a cancellation comes through? And that's where Ping comes in. Ping makes it easy for guests to be notified when their favorite Airbnbs become available. Ping is a simple widget that lives on your website or your direct booking site and integrates with your Airbnb listing and allows your fans and followers to sign up to be notified if their preferred dates become available. Here's how it works. Jimmy sees that you're booked for the whole month of October, but he wants to be notified if any three-night window in the month becomes available. Jen is a returning guest and wants to be notified if any week in June, July, or August becomes available. In a matter of seconds, Jimmy and Jen fill out this simple form and will be pinged if their requested dates become available. And as a host, you will immediately get pinged via email with Jimmy and Jen's contact information and requested dates, which allows you to build up your own database of guest email addresses. Ping, it's what the best Airbnb hosts use to maximize bookings. Sign up for free at www.bnbping.com. Ping. Brought to you by Spontaneous. Couple, couple final questions for you. One is around. So this is a question I actually get a lot from folks who, who like you guys have um, built cool followings for themselves on Airbnb. They've done a really good, or I should say, sorry, on Instagram, um, and they've you know done a really good job at crafting these beautiful, like unique experiences. And and at the end of the day, right, um, even as a passion project, right, like the, a goal is a, as a secondary, like non-primary residence is to at least be able to pay, you know, the mortgage and, and then some you probably have thought about, wow, like, you know, this is this, you might not view it as a business, but it is a business, right, um, uh, in, in its own right. And I think one of the questions that a lot of folks wrestle with uh, especially those who, again, have it's it's this is a, this is like a reflection of their heart, right? Uh, is is this space? Is how do I? I have so much demand. Every time I'm booked up, I'm like it's instantly booked within you know three months, um, three months out. Like, should I increase the price, right? Like, and how how do I know when to increase the price? And you know, there's a lot of really cool, sophisticated pricing, dynamic pricing tools, um, and whatnot. But those might not be as helpful in a place like Burke, where like you know the co- there's not as much competition, right, as there might be in other places. So, how have you guys thought about uh, increasing your nightly rate and and really just sort of like the the overall like you know, profitability of, of, of this home as it's grown in, in popularity over time? Um, I think the, our goal has never been to make as much money as possible off this house. Yeah. Um, and we are in no way like independently wealthy or anything like that, but we, you know, we don't, we want to keep the price fair and not, push people out. Mm. We people who you know, don't, can't necessarily afford a type of experience like this. Um, we want them to be able to still have it. So we've been very thoughtful about the price, um, all along about not pricing people out because as, as users ourselves of the services, right. You understand there's a, there's a drop-off point where you lose people who would love to stay. Yeah. 
It's just it. And you want them in your house, right? You don't want to exclude a certain population of people, especially because we're, you know, we're dog friendly. We have fenced it, you know, we, we've traveled. So we understand. And I think, I think you've only really increased the price I, based on, but based on almost what we're offering to. Mm. So we continue to put more into the home. Like, so there's more, like we've upgraded the, sh- like we've continued to make things nicer. Um, and like, we know we provide, like you have spent hours, hours and hours deciding how to like make everything in the house that we provide to people local. Mm. Yeah. Have a story and like bring artists in. And, and so I we might not be the smartest with money, is what no, you're saying. No, we're not smart. <laughs> Sounds like not, expenses going up, 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 up. Revenue <laughs> staying the same. Good advice. We're not going to because we're like, we. No, but I have increased weekends, yes. right? Yeah. So weekends are like, I mean, they're coveted and they go in a second. Yeah. Yeah. So I have increased that. Also, one thing I do on Airbnb, which a lot of people don't, um is that for extra people we charge more okay yeah price for two people which we think is fair yep and then every additional person is 25 dollars extra per day which is not you know yep no we want it to be a fair price but we don't want it to be a total steal yeah where like people coming to party or like it's kind of just a different yeah different say so we do add on for extra people but we still I think it's still a fair price. I mean, it's not, but it, but it's like if you're traveling for two, it keeps it the price point for two people. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. You no, know, you want to keep. We've had so many amazing couples stay at the house, and like we, if you, you know, if you increase the price <laughs> too much, the the two person stay also can't stay, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, because then you're like, oh well, then we need to bring four. Yeah. So we can it, but the way that we've set it up and like. Yeah, the like smart pricing thing didn't make any sense for us in Burke. So it's it's just been like a kind of a conversation we have every like four or five months of like what should is this a good price still? Is this fair? Um so I'd say that we're very thoughtful about it. Yeah. Um but it is it is a like it is an experience that we put so much into. Like you go there and you you get things yeah. like yeah. You know, not that you're just showing up to a house. No, so. and and I feel like that, like I've talked to a number of number of uh, hosts who have just these incredible spaces. Who I think like their their hearts are kind of like in similar places as you all. And you know, as being the entrepreneur uh, that I am, it's it's hard to not be like, but you don't understand, Susie. You've done something exceptional here that is like ridiculous and like not like what anyone else has done in this area. And like. You your book you open your calendar and you're booked out six months like you can increase the price you know that right like you know and it's just it's 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 a hard balance right and I just I just have a I have a lot of respect for people like you guys who are approaching this with such intentionality and looking at it from from multiple angles of like it's not just about how much money we can make from this place it's also about like how do how do we want the you know, who do, do, do we want a diverse clientele? Do we want people who might, you know, they might never get to stay in another like nice A-frame and they might get to stay here. Like how, how do we, you know, the fact that you guys are wrestling with those questions, I think is like just very admirable and, uh, and, and quite special. Well, we have repeat people too. So you don't want to lose those. Yeah. People, yeah. Right? Like they, they were there from the beginning when the price point was a lot less. Right. Because it was new and you didn't, you know, you're figuring it out. And so you 
Can you imagine if you like lost those people? Yeah. Like that, that's like that our is, people, right? Yeah. That, that people who love the place, like we love the place. Yeah. So like you can't, I mean, you can, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to not ever lose like our like first amazing like stairs. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're just grandfathered in, right? At like, you know, the, the OG pricing um, at that point. <laughs> like, like, we did, we did finally increase it slightly. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, can we have um Labor Day weekend all weekend? We're like, everyone, all our friends and repeat guests ask for like, like you know, the holiday weekends. Oh, yeah. Holiday weekend. <laughs> they make so much money. Oh. We don't, we don't. Bad business over there. Oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah. Don't take advice on that. No, no. This is great. Um, you, you both have been incredible. I really am just impressed by, by what you've built and your guys' approach and philosophy to all this. Um, I know that you guys are in the process of working on another A-frame. And I was just hoping we could kind of close out our conversation today with uh, a little bit of as much detail as as you'd like to give on this project and its status and where it is and and all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's super fun. Our new little baby that takes up all our time. (laughs) Um, So we are building, it's called the Darling A-frame. Ooh, the Darling A-frame, okay. Um, because we are on Darling Hill Road. Ah, okay. <laughs> Works and Darling Hill Road is one of the most beautiful roads, I'd say, in the state of Vermont. For sure. Um, it's you know there have been TV segments on it. Um, it's just quintessential Vermont. And my sister bought um a piece of land that had two parcels, so she sold us a little sliver, and we wouldn't you know we wouldn't. We feel so incredibly lucky. I can't even. I can't even stress like how cool it is that we have a place on this road. Like I never in a million years. And sorry, yeah. where where in Vermont is it? It's in Burke. It's in Burke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. about 10 minutes from the existing, but it's on the kingdom trails. Okay. So you literally leave the door and you're going to be on the trails for biking, uh, cross country skiing, hiking, whatever. Yeah. Um, which is, so it's the location's amazing. Um, and then so we love A-frames, <laughs> um, but we didn't want to build something that's exactly the same as what we have. We really wanted something unique and different. And, and so we've gone back and forth with designs. Um, originally, we were working with a local architect, but um, we decided to go a different route. One, because it's incredibly expensive. Yeah, yeah. But architects, it's, I mean, maybe there's something, another type of architect but it's like you send an email and then you get a bill for that email yeah (laughs) we're we're so indecisive we wanted to be it's crazy when you're building an a-frame and you want it to be unique a-frame yeah it's like there's only so many iterations of (laughs) a-frame that you can do and we we spent a year a solid year thinking through this house and we still are making changes as it's being built. Literally we'll make changes the day before the concrete was being poured. We decided to have a basement. (laughs) The day before the framing happened, we decided to bump out a wall. Um, So we, we really loved this um, architect on Instagram. Um, They're in Brazil uh, and it's called, it's, it's hard to pronounce, um, but it's Seta Architectura. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And what, who I, so Roger Camilo, which is Hajer in Portuguese, yeah. um, 
he is the architect and his his A-frames are, are unique. They're um, much more angled okay. and tall. So when you look in New England or even in the US, it's they're fairly wide um, at the bottom. So this is just, it was just something super unique. Yeah. Um, and he's been incredible. So incredible. Spent so much with. time with us because we're always changing our mind. <laughs> um, and so uh, we've been working with him and the builder, um, Kurt, he's Northeast Kingdom Construction. And he is like, I mean. He's there for us. Yeah. I mean, oh my God. We, I, when this house is done, <laughs> we're going to be so like, but it, it's crazy because it's always still just at the end of the day, it's like about us. And it's like, how do you make this beautiful thing functional? Yeah. And, but unique and cool and interesting. And, and when it's finally done, maybe never. Um, <laughs> it will, I mean, it's already so cool. Like and we walked so through the frame. Like, he's, he, so we're doing everything unique with unique materials. So we're, he took down a barn. Okay. So to, these guys a week to take down this barn, the local barn. We're using all that wood for the outside, inside. We took down cedar um, from our Kingdom A-frame property. Wow. Yeah. So his father-in-law did it and he brought in two horses that um, pulled the wood, the trees out of the, um, out of the land. And it was the most incredible thing to see. I'll post more on Instagram about it, but um, so we're using that cedar for some of our siding as well. We're trying to use as much upcycled material as possible. So Kurt has been incredible with working with us. We're constantly making changes. We have <laughs> roof samples right now. We're trying to figure out the roof color because your roof color is basically your house color on an A-frame because yeah. it's all roof. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, it's just been, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss the process it's taken so much time. <laughs> Skeeter's like, no. <laughs> I miss it. Like we talk, I talked to Kurt like every other day. Um, and he's just been incredible. So if you're building something, make sure you find like the right people. Yeah. I just can't, I can't wait to see it. Cause like, um, Lex and I's relationship was kind of built on, um, Facebook marketplace. <laughs> um, one of our first dates was going to pick up something on Facebook marketplace. No way. <laughs> like, hey, you have a forerunner. Let's be friends. And, and um, it's spiraled a little out of control, but it means that we get to put this, these really cool things in the house that we would never necessarily be able to afford, or it's completely vintage, but everything is upcycled, you know, like everything I'm super passionate about continuing to like not contribute to, you know, waste yeah. and product and plastic. And, and so I think this model, I mean, Lex, thank goodness was like totally on board and now she's worse than me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the last pickup, I'm pretty sure we almost broke up. Yeah. <laughs> we now have three vintage fireplaces on our front porch right now for this new product because this new house, because we can't figure out which, which one. one. They're great deals. <laughs> And now we're looking at a fourth. Oh my gosh, you guys! Wow. I think I think it's just you know it's it, it's so close and dear to our heart, and so this new pro this new project is like one hundred percent as much as possible. You know, reclaimed wood, recycled wood. The the products inside the house are going to be our house right now is full of things for the new house. <laughs> We've been on Facebook Marketplace. Wow. 
No, it's. I have a sink next to my office chair. Like I can't move my office chair because there's a, a sink. sink next to it. <laughs> Jeez, wow. And in terms of like the aesthetic, is it like like do you guys? What, what's the theme of this place? What is the theme? Or do you guys like? Is it going to feel? Is it going to feel? You, you said you wanted to, it to feel a lot different than the Kingdom A frame. Like, is there? Is it more modern? Is it like more and rustic? Is it more like you know where? Where? Which, where are you thinking? I'd say rustic because of the wood. We're gonna. I be think using. it's gonna look more rustic. Nice. I think there's gonna be more like like that like metal but leather but yeah. Uh, or uh, maybe I mean, or I want to not use that well, word. industrial, no. maybe. But I think I also like it. Really, is the Kingdom A frame was like developed through a process of mon- many months of gathering things from places. Yeah. So I think I think it will be a surprise to everyone when yeah. it's done because we don't actually know. Wow. Like we don't have like a designer. We don't have. It's just the two of us yeah. and us. Like they like. What about this? What about this? What about this? This is interesting. So I think it's kind of it's fun that I don't TBD. we don't really know. <laughs> that's I mean that's an incredible yeah. place to be. You can be detached, and then it's 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 all just going to come together. That's amazing. Um, what do you guys have a date when you think it'll be done? Yeah, last July. <laughs> the last July. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing march maybe okay so the windows are are delayed till march yeah, yeah. So, so that'll be the last touch uh but hopefully everything will be set before then and march would be okay full. exciting times <laughs> exciting times i know, I know. we'll wow. see wow. we've learned a lot i bet well, hey, you both have been incredible. I am so appreciative, again, of, of your time and of what you're doing and the value that you're adding to to the community. Um, for folks that want to get in touch, we'll have your Instagram handle and for both uh, the Kingdom A-Frame and the Darling A-Frame. If folks want to follow along that journey in the show notes below. Is there anywhere else you'd like folks to kind of like reach out or, or you know, DM you guys or, or visit if beyond your, your Instagram links? No, that's the best way is, you know, just message us through that or there's the link tree. Um, we have an email list. You can sign up for that to find out when we're opening the calendar and stuff like that. So that's great. Um, and thank you so much for having us on this. We love the podcast. And Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, we're super excited. And whenever you want to try out Vermont again. I know. I know. I got to convince the wife to, you know, she's she's not a cold person either. But um, but hey, we're, we're you know, uh, we, we like to challenge ourselves to do new things. So maybe this will be it. Um but hey, thank you both so much for your time. It's been a it's been a privilege and looking forward to continuing to stay connected uh, in the months and, and hopefully years ahead. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, friends, hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you are an Airbnb host or know an Airbnb host who'd like to come on the show, please send me an email at Zach. Z-A-C-H at Spontaneous.com and we will chat. Behind the Stays is brought to you each week by Spontaneous, a carefully curated weekly newsletter that brings you the best last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. It's sort of like Scott's cheap flights, but for Airbnb. You can sign up once again for free at Spontaneous.com. Last but certainly not least, I didn't believe in Marie Kondo's whole spark joy mantra until I started podcasting. Now, My joy is sparked every time I see a new subscriber roll in. So please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And so you add a little spark to my joy fire today. Okay, that was kind of weird, but um, we're going to roll with it. Subscribe um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone. See you next time.